0: The future. the future From the Vegas strip here's RJ Bell.
1: Let's look back at what we saw. And number 1 takeaway, dealer's choice, the Elite Eight round in which we had Houston advance and Baylor advance.
0: You know, it'd be easy to say, hey, Houston didn't cover and Baylor did, but here's two eight-point favorites. And I got to say, this was just complete randomness, RJ, in terms of whether these favorites were going to cover or not in the final minute of the end game.
1: So what you're saying is... In, in in that line around seven and a half, eight, eight and a half, those are some of the most key numbers in all of sports betting. Now, explain why that is. It's because when a team gets and, and specifically in basketball games.
0: Right. Because if a team is down less than seven, they're gonna foul typically to the absolute bitter end trying to well, catch up.
1: Well until they get no, the reason seven, as you know, is important is that's three possessions. Yes. Six is two shots. Seven is three shots. And then at a certain point, how much time's left? How many buckets do we have to pick up effectively? Once it gets to seven in, what, less than 30 seconds, they quit fouling? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's that. And again, in tournament games, they tend to foul more because it's one and done. The season's over. You want to kind of fight more as you're going down. But in general, if you're getting four and a half, plus four and a half, let's say, is so much less attractive than getting seven and a half, even though you'd always rather have three extra points, those three points are like the most valuable three. Exactly right, because if you're getting
0: four and a half and you're down four, you're like, oh, I am in so or much if you, trouble if you're here. Down here. two
1: with yeah, yeah with exactly.
0: Yeah. Whereas if you're getting seven and a half and you're down, you know, seven, you're like, I, I'm winning right well, here. Well, I'm better off.
1: Yeah, and again, teams sometimes make seemingly irrational decisions mm-hmm. on when to foul. So you, your point would be. And this is something we've talked about doing in the NFL. We did a little bit of it recently. McKenzie and Pregame.com research did some real interesting stuff where it was the fourth quarter, and what was the win percentage chance at each point during that fourth quarter? You weighed it more towards the end and say, well, what was this team's win share was a phrase Mm -hmm. I think we were using with that. And we're going to do a lot more of that this football season. But I I think it's a situation— in basketball, where if you said, "Is this a cover or is this a half a cover?" In the, meaning that they could have went either way, a coin flip. Though you only get paid on covers, you're saying in both these games it was a half. There was no real distinct that no one can say, "Oh, I had bail or I was right." Right, well, Arkansas. I was wrong. No, you're saying in general, all four sides of the two games were about equally correct, and it was random the way it felt.
0: Exactly right. So no real significant adjustments to be made for any of these four teams going forward. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: or wherever you get your podcast. Okay, so let's dig a little bit into the games themselves here. So Houston 67, Oregon State 61. Now, again, Houston won despite poor shooting. Now, Houston entered the tournament as the number one three-point shooting team in the country, number one, and they were 32% in this game. Oregon State, which had entered the game winning six straight – straight up as an underdog. There were 6 games. They were a 2 to 1 dog in every game at least 2 to 1 or more. And they won them all. A dollar would have won you over 3,000 on Oregon State to win all 6 of those games if you just had let it ride. Think about it. 100 would have won you 300,000. $100, you win the first game, you take those results Bet the second game, take those. Bet the third, you know, let it ride. So this team's been on an amazing run. Oregon State, they still covered this game, but they shot forty-seven percent on field goals. Houston only thirty-two, and they still needed, like you said, needed a shot late. And just to be clear, is that Houston. 32% 32% is obviously not good at all, and, but I did misspeak on one thing. Baylor did enter as the best three-point shooting team, but Houston in this specific game shot very poorly, and it was a situation where they still were able to win the game, not cover, but win the game. I always like that. I guess the real takeaway here, and anytime you have too many numbers, it can get confusing, the real takeaway here is Houston didn't shoot well. But they won. The other team shot well, Oregon State, but they lost. That means Houston has other things. That helps them.
0: Yeah, and if you had told me one stat only, that Houston was only going to shoot 32% and their opponent 47%, and you said, who do I want to bet to win the game? I'd say, oh, I want Oregon State, clearly. So, the fact that Houston was still able to win fairly comfortably in the game, uh, I know the final score was six. Oregon State hit a three at the buzzer. The, I think that's impressive by Houston.
1: I agree. I agree. And in general, it's like turnovers in football is a team that wins the turnover battle just by one turnover, two, whatever. They win it. They have you know, a better turnover situation than their opponent. They cover the spread nearly 80% of the time. So, 77%. So, it, almost nothing else matters in the long run other than turnovers. In basketball, college basketball, it's usually three-point shooting. If one team hits 50%, the other team hits 30 it's almost like what a, you can't do enough in the other facets of the game to make up for it. Right. So we always want – and that's why the one and done is so tough. Because in the NBA, it's four out of seven to advance. And it's really hard uh, for the lesser team to win a series. And it rarely happens. Here, it's one cold shooting night, and it's over. And still, Houston had a 32% cold shooting night, but it wasn't over for him. Got to give him a lot of credit. Any closing thoughts on Houston, Oregon State?
0: Just that Houston has made the Final Four, and they have really basically played nobody. They beat four teams that were seeded 10 or worse to get to the Final Four. This, so, this has been the easiest...
1: But here's the thing, though. Oregon State winning six straight games as a dog was that team that they played. Forget the number beside them. Was that team really a weak team?
0: Boy, that's a great point because they're they're a 12 seed. But in retrospect, if we were going to reseed Oregon State, we would make them a much better team. Yeah, yeah,
1: and but I think so to some degree. But Ken Palm, when because you know, it's always the thing, the season. What matters? The season. Oregon State season was uh, average. Sure. Oregon State State's most recent games were amazing. So which one is true? That's often one of the questions. But your point is, at least by numbers seeding, this has been a very easy path. Yes. Okay. That's interesting. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas, weekdays at six PM Eastern,
0: three PM Pacific.
1: We're gonna preview the Elite Eight matchups two tonight. One goes at 7:15, and that's the Zags. Favored by 8.5 against USC. Colin Cowherd right here on FSR made the point, hey, this is a good matchup for USC, or maybe the way to say bad matchup for the Zags. What's your thoughts on the game, fast?
0: Yeah, I would look towards USC. I like USC in this game. So, you, this is a
1: battable game to you.
0: Absolutely. And if you look at what USC has done, how impressive have their results in the tournament been? Now, the Pac 12 has been really good in general, but USC, they just didn't beat the number no. three seed, Kansas. They beat Kansas by over 30 points, completely annihilated Kansas. Then, the game after, they're playing Oregon. And I watched that game. Oregon was never in that game. USC was completely dominant, got up 20. This USC team has the athletes to compete with Gonzaga. They've got the big men inside to stop that Gonzaga points in the paint. I like USC. I think it's going to be a close game.
1: Now, USC, they were a playing game, weren't they?
0: They were actually the sixth seed. It was UCLA that was the oh, playing okay. game. Oh, yeah. OK. So,
1: uh, thank you. Is, but if you have the athletes... To match up with the best team in the country, and you're a six seed. What? Wh- why? I guess is the question. I'm, was it a matter of like we look back at Baylor and we could say, well, they had a COVID, you know, twenty day hiatus after they started a little slow. Like you can explain away this. I always want to hear like if there's a team physically that should be at a certain level, but they don't achieve it. The question is, why? Do you have any sense of that? Two senses. One is with all the COVID restrictions, it was really hard just to go
0: to meetings and practice on the West Coast in California. So I think that... So you're saying that's
1: it. Now, this is fascinating. Wow. I've been hearing people racking their brains trying to figure out why the Pac-12 has done so well in the tournament. What you're saying is, in California, where the restrictions around COVID were more severe, that the season didn't allow for... Evolution or growth, there was friction around it. It was more difficult to grow, and thus maybe these Pac 12 teams are maturing later, and we're not seeing it in the numbers. But it's the, and, and here being in this quasi bubble. If anything, this is almost like a training camp. They might be getting better even as the tournament goes on. Exactly right. So even playing field for all
0: the teams, but it wasn't an even playing field for most of the year, and that's why you can make the case all these Pac-12 teams getting better.
1: Now, where is that? You be honest. Who or is that some other place you heard this? I did hear it someplace right. else. But I love it. I, I mean, I had not heard, Mackenzie, did you heard that? We've been racking our brains here. I, haven't I mean, heard that. I think all, every show that's trying to think about it has. Now, let's repeat that. This is because that makes me like USC even more. Is okay, everyone's got COVID restrictions across the country, some are more strict than others. So, as we went from December, January, February, the ability for the Pac 12 teams to grow as a team was hindered relative to places with less restrictions. Not saying it's right or wrong, not saying California, whatever. We're saying that's the reality. Now, as the season progressed and other teams plateaued, USC, UCLA, those types kept trending upwards. And maybe you could make the case, being there in in almost like a boot camp situation in Indiana... Was another example of how they probably have been getting better even throughout the tournament.
0: Yes, absolutely, and and the players' attitudes, like, wow, this is so great. It's so easy compared to what we've had to put up with all year long.
1: So easy. It's not. You you never fail. It's (laughs) I mean really. It's not what's easy. Or just scheduling meetings and, okay, so and practices. About, so it's not about easy, it's about that there's a lack of friction. There's a I guess what I'm saying, when I think it easy, I'm thinking I'm not doing anything. Ah, uh, fair right? enough. Yeah. If you're saying it I I don't think people say it's easy to work hard, right? Boy, mm-hmm. it's so it's easy to work hard is what you're saying, right? <laughs> so that throws you I think a little bit. But you want to we can say it one more time and see if we can abstract it away if you want. No. You good? Uh, (laughs) But at least I feel, well, you don't step only on my points, right? (laughs) AutoZone has more ways for you to start your job your way. That means getting what you need fast. Some jobs can't wait. That's why AutoZone offers free same-day store pickup. Free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Okay. I like... Well, we got... Michigan, UCLA. I kind of like UCLA here. I think Michigan had their stand. They took a real deep breath. They're going to play hard, no doubt. But I do think it was a fever pitch against Florida State. 40 seconds. What's your take on this game? I'm
0: surprised by this spread of Michigan laying six and a half. Think about it. They're only laying one and a half against Florida oh, State. Oh, I know. I know. And you cr- crushed me on that game. And now Michigan's laying five more points. Do we really think UCLA is five points worse than Florida State? I don't. I think the value on UCLA.
1: In honor of Fez, I'm gonna actually make it official. Now these are gonna be what I call pizza bets. Now what's a pizza bet? A pizza bet is enough where if you win, you can buy a pizza from it. We all decide maybe how much that amount is, but it's like one of those funds amount, right? So if you make fifty thousand a year, I'd say that's like a maybe a thirty dollar bet. It matters, but it's not gonna change your life. I'm gonna go UCLA plus the points. I'm going to go USC plus the points. And remember, double digit seeds in the Elite Eight, nine, three, and one against the spread since 1987. Nine, three, and one. So if they do get to this point, the market tends to say, oh, that runs over, they're done. But they don't win all the time, but they tend to cover.